Today we celebrate the feast of divine mercy. And we can see the picture over there. But I'd like to look at this feast from a different perspective. When we look at this feast today, there are three things we need to understand. Forgiveness, love, and mercy. Mercy, one way of seeing it, is that I have the authority to punish somebody, but I choose not to punish this person. On the other hand, you have forgiveness, which simply is the ability to let go of things within you that is stopping you from basically being somebody different or being an instrument of God's peace. So which means, the question here is, does God forgive and does God show us mercy? And the answer to this, my answer to this is a shocking no. He doesn't do this because God only loves us. There is pure love coming from him and because of that, there is no room for forgiveness. There is no room for basic amount of mercy. And that's what we see happening in the gospel. He was so loving to them that even though they rejected him, even though they ran away from him, he was still there to show them, I love you. And through that love, to be able to give them a sense of peace. Peace be with you twice, and then the third time with Thomas. So which means when we're looking at this concept of mercy, one important aspect that we need to understand is how does this take place? And the most important thing here is forgiveness. Because when we are able to forgive, love begins to start flowing again. And when we are able to love, it will manifest itself in different ways, one of them being compassion and mercy. So what I'm going to share with you right now is not a psychological analysis of forgiveness, but my own experience, my own personal work, the field of counseling, and above all, guiding inner healing retreats. And so these are some of the components that I would like to share with you. The first is forgiveness is all about blocks. Sylvia Burstein has a book, Happiness is an Inside Job. But to be honest, forgiveness is an inside job too. So if we are called to love others the way Jesus loves us, what stops us? Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to forgive? It is hard to forgive because of the blocks we carry. And very often these blocks are fear and anger. We hold on to fear, we allow anger to control us, because this protects us from further hurt. And what do I mean? Let us say you're going out with a friend and all of a sudden this friend turns around and screams at you in front of everybody. You are going to be angry. You are going to be extremely upset. But the real reason for you being angry is something much deeper. Because deep down, you may be either frightened, you are hurt, you are embarrassed, and or you may be even shocked. So anger is always a shield. Anger protects us from being hurt again. Because as long as I'm angry, I will keep that person at bay. And as long as that person is at bay, that person can't hurt me anymore. 
So one of the ways of forgiving others is to learn what is my anger trying to protect? What am I trying to achieve by being angry? The second thing that I have noticed is that it is all about our responsibility. Forgiveness is our responsibility. It is not about waiting for the other person to come and say, I'm sorry. Because as long as we wait for the other person to come and say, I'm sorry, it simply means that I am giving control of my happiness to somebody else. And let me explain this further through an analogy that I like using, which is that of a bullet. Imagine after the mass, you are going out and there's a shootout happening and in that crossfire, you get shot in the arm. I'm assuming most of you all will try to protect the blood flow, try to get to a nearest medical center because you are worried about that bullet in your arm. Right? To some extent. How many of you will stand there and say, who shot me? And if somebody comes and helps you, you're like, don't touch me, bring the person who shot me, let that person take me to the hospital, let that person pay for my bill, because only when that person does that will I assume that this person is re repenting, and that's when I will forgive this person. Would we do that? Absolutely not. Because we know that the bullet in us is going to cause more damage than worrying about the one who shot us. And isn't it the same with the hurts that we carry? Rather than putting it on the person who has hurt us, it is our own responsibility to heal the wounds within us. And that's what it is. By doing that, we do not give control of our happiness to somebody else. Forgiveness is also in our own self-interest because as we keep carrying a lot of this baggage, there's a tendency for resentment to keep building up and building up and building up till it affects us in different ways. And an example I have of this firsthand is a couple of years ago, I had to do a course, and that course included a 21-day group therapy uh, session. And then during those sessions, or during one of those days, one of the nuns who was in that group complained of back pain that she had for the past 45 years. And she was a provincial, and wherever she went, she needed a cushion, because if she sat on something hard like a chair or a bench, Within five minutes, it would be excruciating pain. So the therapist worked with her, and they went back to an event 45 years back where they realized somebody had hurt her. They worked with it. It's been a couple of years now. She has no back problems. 45 years back pain disappears in a matter of five minutes because this person was able to let go. And that is the most important thing also, which is letting go of the pain that we carry. Much of what has happened has happened in the past, but we can only experience it in the present. It is in the present that we would feel those hurts, we will feel that resentment, and therefore it is important for us to learn to let go. Letting go does not mean I am friends with the person who has hurt me. As we can see with Jesus, he didn't go and hug the Pharisees after he was after he rose from the dead. It is simply that I can think of that other person or I can think of the hurtful event and not be affected anymore. That is what letting go is all about. And therefore, something I read here is, it doesn't mean that you're okay with what happened. What you're doing in forgiveness is letting go of the energy. 
the attachment or resentment towards the other person or event. And by doing this, you are not giving control of your happiness over to somebody else. In other words, you are no longer a prisoner to that person or event. And finally, it is not a one-time event in our lives. Forgiveness is an ongoing process. It requires us to continuously find ways to remove those hurts so that love keeps flowing. When you have the question that Jesus says, how many times do you need to forgive? Peter says, seven times. That was something really high, very magical, because the rule was twice. After that, you could do whatever you want to the person who has hurt you. And when Jesus says 70 times seven, what he's really telling Peter is that it is not a one-time thing. It is a continuous process to allow yourself to love. And that's what he kept on showing his disciples throughout his ministry. He has shown them that it is not through fear that people can be transformed or people change. It is through love. And he has always been giving them that experience of love at every moment of their lives. And that's the call for each one of us right now, is when we celebrate this feast, we're really celebrating the divine love of God. And that's the love that we too are called to share in our lives. So that's a grace we can ask for during the Mass, to see what are those areas that I need to look into that would stop me from loving the way Jesus loves me. And by doing so, being able to love in a way that will really reflect the image and likeness of the God who have, in whose image and likeness, sorry, I have been created. Amen.